0: Welcome into A to Z Sports Primetime on a Tuesday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Car Care Month. Go save yourself 10% off your service with the award-winning service department at Two Rivers Ford. Ride out to Mount Juliet, pay them a quick trip, download your coupon off tworiversford.com. That's all you need to save a little money and get incredible customer service courtesy of Two Rivers Ford. DraftKings Sportsbook, if you're not betting on baseball, hockey, NBA, you're messing up. MMA as well. I'll have some more information about that for you next week. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is where you go. The promo code that you use is A2Z Sports, just like you see there in front of me and behind me. We're surrounded by the promo code here on the Primetime Show. Just as the Nashville real estate market is surrounded by by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, the official real estate agents of the Titans, the Preds, and your boy on prime time, Gary Ashton will find you your dream address without the stress, and he will help you sell for more if you are on the market to do so at GaryAshton.com. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, satisfaction guaranteed on each and every one of your HVAC needs. Brymac.com is where you go, commercially or residentially, Brymac. Mechanical. Okay, so let me fill you guys in on the situation tonight because we are at last count up to three NFL teams who have decided that they are going to boycott in-person voluntary workouts. The union, the NFLPA, put out a statement earlier today that says that urged all players on, excuse me, they urged all players on a call on Friday to take this step because they are pushing for an all-virtual off-season. Now, there becomes many questions about this. What happens to the rookies? Younger players who can benefit from in-person off-season workouts. Vets, we understand the situation. And also, how much does COVID-19 factor in? We will discuss all of these things, but first I want to know from you guys on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube and Twitch TV across all of the places that you places that you comment your two rivers for take is what we require here on a Tuesday night is it fay are you for or against rather your two rivers for take for or against NFL players not attending voluntary workouts this year that is the question that we are asking you remember that word voluntary is big but many NFL players would tell you that it is not at a point where voluntary actually means voluntary, especially for the younger guys. Two Rivers Ford take on a Tuesday night. Are you for or against NFL players not attending voluntary workouts this year? Let me know on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and Twitch TV. We will discuss at length together on the primetime show right after I remind you about the fine folks who present this take each and every night. That is the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Now, everyone knows that Two Rivers Ford is the place to buy a new or pre-owned vehicle. But did you also know? And if you don't, I've done a bad job. If you don't know that Two Rivers Ford also has an award-winning service department, then I have failed you dramatically. But you do know this because you're here on this show every night. They have won the Ford President's Award for Customer Satisfaction 14 times, and that means their customers are satisfied when they purchase their vehicle and when they service their vehicle. If you haven't checked out the service department lately, now through the end of April, you can get 10% off any service. Just download your coupon at tworiversford.com. You can screenshot it. You can save it to your Apple wallet. Whatever is most convenient for you, Two Rivers Ford, driven by people. Here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Are you for or against NFL players having or boycotting in-person off-season voluntary workouts? Let me know on Facebook, Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. What Karen says is she is against, for says Stephen, community must always come first. So Maybe I don't understand what you're saying by community, Stephen. Are you saying that it is important for the NFL players, for teammates to spend more time amongst themselves to create a community environment within the locker room, within the team, within the team environment? Then I, to a degree, understand what you're saying. But if it's for the sake of the community, it doesn't mean anything to have these guys back in the local community. I mean, some of them have foundations. Some of them do charitable work but that's not something that they need to be here in person for so I'm not quite sure what you mean by community. Puka says think they need a two-tier system for younger players versus vested veterans. So uh, and not everybody knows Puka so we it's a it's a good point that you bring up what a vested veteran is in the NFL. That's a term that you hear thrown around a lot and it is something that I think, you know, we need to remind people of what it means on occasion. Essentially, vested veterans are uh, players who have an accrued amount of time, players with at least four years of NFL experience. Accrued seasons is the term that they use. So at least four years of NFL experience, it makes you eligible for a variety of the NFL's benefits, uh, partially or no. In part, the, uh, uh, oh, I'm blanking on what that What the, uh, oh, the pension, the NFL pension. That's the word that I'm looking for. Griffin Falk says he is against. It's uh, it's fair, but meh, says Big Mac. It's a complex situation, says Puka. Hal thinks that they should attend. Xavier says, what up, my boy? Good to see you, Xavier. Welcome into the show tonight. Alan is against. Definitely against the rookies. Really need it, says Regina. Uh, I would bring in three years plus vets until I wouldn't bring in three-year Plus vets until after the draft, says Puka. Uh, Sean says, "Hey Buck, thank you for being my hero every day." Well, you're very welcome, Sean. But uh, I would suggest that you get better heroes because I am not somebody who is uh, who should be um, uh, thought of in that context at all. I'm just uh, I'm just somebody with a big mouth who sits here full of hot air and talks about your favorite sports teams on a regular basis. But it's kind of you to say. Uh, huge advantage for teams like the Bucks. If they don't, says Alan Hadley. So there's multiple facets to this. Um, and here is the place that we should start. What I will say to you in regards to being for or against NFL players not attending voluntary workouts, you have to look at it in in layers, right? This is a it's a there's a lot of information that players have access to. And as it stands, three teams have currently stated that they are going to boycott in-person, voluntary, off-season workouts. They are the Broncos, the Buccaneers, and the Seattle Seahawks. I very, very much expect, in fact, I talked to a handful of players once this news came out, and I very, very much expect all of the other, what would that be? Is that 2023? No, I'm sorry, 20, uh, Oh, my math is failing me right now. 29, the 29 other NFL teams that are not currently out there with a boycott, or at least that I haven't seen yet, but outside of the Buccaneers, the Seahawks, and the Denver Broncos, the other teams are expected to follow suit. The veterans of the other teams are pushing. There are far more veterans than there are rookies. The rookies haven't even had a chance to get their feet on the ground yet, obviously. Not attending workouts is BS. NBA players are sweating, spitting on each other. It's get to, uh, Ruben says, get to work. Football players hardly have any contact as it is. No, it's literally the most contact of contact sports. Uh, we can tell you we're not a math major, says Hal. I'm sorry, I did live math, not my, uh, not my, uh, not my strong suit. It would appear. People said for years the preseason was needed for rookies and bottom of the roster guys. Didn't have it last year. Things were fine. Something with OTAs. Um, so your rookie, what, Kenston, what are you basing that off of? Um, because the rookie class here in Tennessee very much was harmed, I think, in a variety of different uh, levels in a variety of different ways by not being a part of the team as much as humanly possible. Uh, Isaiah Wilson is a situation unto himself but I would say to you that Isaiah Wilson, the problems that plague him, it only could have made, been made better if he spent more time with his teammates, if he spent more time with his coaching staff, because he was so often isolated, either because of the virtual offseason, because he's had two stints on the COVID list, he eventually became more attached to this, uh, to this uh, recording label that he's basically hanging out with, and this other group of people that aren't his teammates. And then it was very easy for him to not be accountable to his teammates. Now, again, there are a lot of stuff with NFL, uh, with Isaiah Wilson there to digest. Some that is the the Tennessee Titans or nor any other NFL team um, <laughs> largely is capable of solving. Otherwise, they would solve it, or they would at least give him another chance. Uh, and they did give him another chance. He lasted three days. But point being, uh, there are things that happen during OTAs during voluntary offseason workouts that help the rookies prepare their bodies. For the grind of the league, the veterans feel very much the opposite, right? If you've been in the league four, five, six, seven, ten 10 years, whatever, you know that these things at this point are largely not useful for you. You know, the plays, you know, defenses, you know, offenses, you know, what is needed for your body to be ready on Sundays and how much OTAs or voluntary workouts or whatever uh, throughout the course of the offseason. You know how little it does for you. And it. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are a great example of it. They went 16 days between a game and half, not half of their roster, but what what was it, the final count? I believe 22 players ended up on the COVID list, many of them having actual COVID-19 themselves, dealing with after effects of COVID-19. They came back after a 16-day layoff, no practice, no in-person meetings, and they beat the shit out of the Buffalo Bills. It was something That was, uh, that, and there were several teams that did that. Veterans don't need these things. Rookies do. And I'm not disputing the value to the rookies. What I would say to you is I am for the NFL or the NFL veterans being able to miss this part of the season, but the rookies need to have the opportunity, the undrafted rookie free agents, um, whomever to benefit from the time that they're going to miss. If it needs to be rookie intensive then the rules should be changed to make it rookie intensive. The coaches are in a losing position at this point because they're very much finding all of this information out day by day as we, as you and I find it out. Unless the ownership of that particular team trusts the coaches uh, or trusts the coach, the head coach, to disseminate this information about what's being discussed. The NFL and the NFLPA, by the way, I found out had a conversation on Monday since their conversation uh, since the NFLPA's call to the players on Friday, that essentially saw this become a situation where the NFL is sitting back and waiting to see how many NFL teams, how many NFL rosters, say no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna be a part of this. I am for this to an extent, but I understand that it is an incredibly important part of the rookie development process and of the rookie onboarding process, and that cannot be simulated virtually like it can be for the vets. Uh, One theory is NFLPA undermines the rookies to help the vets by totally shutting down in-person OTAs. There, there is some, there is some legitimacy to that without question. The, the NFLPA is run largely by veterans. Veterans don't want to lose their jobs. Veterans want to make it harder on rookies to come in and take their jobs. This inherently makes it harder for rookies to come in and take a vet's job. A lot of teams have new coaches, new systems need to practice says Ruben. Well, um, those teams, and I forget exactly because that's a good point. Um, I forget exactly what the protocol is for teams with new head coaches, because I remember when Vrabel got here, he had a couple of extra weeks of work or the players could come into the facility earlier than normal teams could for that exact reason. I don't know how much that something like that, that principle is fact is affected. Because what players are saying is they they are concerned for their safety. And here's what I'll say, okay? Because everybody a year plus into the global pandemic is tired of talking about COVID. I'm tired of talking about COVID. You're tired of talking about COVID. We are all tired of dealing with everything that COVID-19 has done to our lives. Um, and so many of these NFL players are going about living their lives. But we are seeing spikes across the country because people are starting to resume normal lives as vaccinations, Uh, make people more comfortable gathering as weather gets better, as all of these travel is resuming, right? The variants of COVID are going up. Now, most players, most players, because I've talked to a handful of players, and this was the consensus that I got, most players are going about their lives as normal uh, for the most part, right? People continue to wear masks, but you see people going to parties, you see people going to events, weddings, you know, funerals, things that they weren't allowed to do. During the NFL season, because they are not what they were not supposed to be doing um, during the NFL season, but now they are going about doing them, as many people are uh, throughout the course of society. There are some players, few, few at this point, which I will readily admit, that are still taking COVID 19 hyper seriously, whether that is somebody, you know, players with pre existing conditions, family members of players with pre existing conditions. Uh, trying to make sure that them and their families are safe. I completely understand that element for those players. But here's the place that we find ourselves or where the players find themselves. I'll tell you the leverage point for the players here in just a second, right after I remind you about the fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You guys know this, and you know the basketball teams, are entering the final month of the regular season as they gear up for the playoffs. Now, some teams, they're not locks to make the postseason. Others are still fighting for their opportunity to chase the trophy this summer. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. Turning $1 into $100 is simple. Pick any basketball team to win their next game, and if during that game your team hits a three, you bring home $100 in free bets. Just that easy. So, download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code that you see behind me, A2Z Sports, when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if the basketball team of your choosing hits a three. That's code A2Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 in free bets for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older. Tennessee only restrictions apply. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, and want's help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. Speed reading, courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook, here from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios on A to Z Sports Prime Time. So what Jared is saying is yet all of these players go to BART. Now, well not all, okay? Not not all, Jared, but some, very much so. I mean, I've seen you know, you all you have to do is follow some of these dudes on social media. You see, they're out and about, um, and far fewer of them are still taking the COVID nineteen protocols as seriously as they were, you know, six months ago or a year ago, for that matter. Now, where the players have leverage, and why I am for it, is because the players so rarely have leverage. The NFL is savage in negotiations. They take the players for everything that they can get. From the players, we—if you want single-digit jersey numbers, fine. You're going to play a 17th game. Now I know it's not a one-to-one trade-off, but these are the thing. Like these are the small allowances that the NFL gives in order to make billions more dollars. I have zero, zero, zero qualms with players taking more of the power into their hands. But I also understand that if there is a feud with the labor of the NFL and the NFL, and if things go awry and things get pushed back and for whatever reason if players were to actually sit out games that would not only cost players money it would not only cost the league money it would have, it would cost me money there is so much a massive economy built around professional sports the NFL in particular and ultimately i understand that giving the players more power allows them to tinker with more of the thing that makes All of us in this industry money, myself included. I am financially invested in the success and the profitability of a football season. Without question, 100%. Everybody in sports media is. Don't let them lie to you otherwise. Dom Odell says some attribute the mass amount of injuries last year to teams not practicing as much, but I'm still all for less practices and less games. Guys need to preserve their bodies. The only problem, though, Buck, is when guys like Clowney Come to camp out of shape, says Titans for Life. I, you know, you, you have to, you can't trust all of them. Just like in every, uh, I don't care about the players as long as we go nine and eight, says Alex. Oh, see, I was, I was hoping that we would, you know, we are going to have a nuanced discussion and largely you all have been nuanced and Alex is being sarcastic there for the most part. Nine and eight, by the way, is the new math. No team can go eight and eight, eight and eight anymore. Um, but what Titans for Life is saying is so. Some of these players, we don't know that Jadavian Clowney was out of shape. Um, I mean, we can get surmised that Jadavian Clowney was out of shape because he missed so much time. Now he was working out in Houston. We all saw the videos, how mu- how diligently, how much he was working out, um, whatever the case may be. But yeah, you can't trust everybody. You can't trust everybody at your workplace. You can't trust everybody. Or you can't trust all of your bosses. You can't trust Hell, you shouldn't trust, I mean, you you know, I it's my job to help you trust me implicitly when I'm giving you information, but hell, sometimes I screw up too. You can't trust implicitly. You cannot trust NFL players implicitly if you give them the virtual offseason that they desire or the veterans, what the veterans desire, that all of them will come to camp in shape. You simply can't. Uh, they shouldn't blame COVID. The NFL said today... Coaches had to be vaccinated so they will be safe. If they don't want to go to OTAs, then don't go. But young players should be allowed to go if they want to, says Amy. Yeah, I wish I wish that it was not done in ultimatums because I agree, Amy, there has to be some middle ground. Um, to that point when Amy is saying, Tom Pellicero of the NFL Network reported today that the NFL put out a memo, and he put out the full memo at Tom Pellicero on Twitter. This is from Tom about eight hours ago, about noon today. The NFL informed clubs today any team employee who refuses a COVID-19 vaccination without, quote, bona fide medical or religious ground, end quote, will be barred from Tier 1 or Tier 2 status and thus have restricted access within the team facility and not work directly with the players. So, it is true what Amy is saying. The NFL, now you can, you can argue uh, the whether a company like the NFL should be allowed to mandate to its employees that they be vaccinated, given that the, the federal government is not mandating that everyone be vaccinated. They are continuing to suggest it. By the way, I got my first shot of Pfizer on Monday. I'm very excited to get my second shot on May 3rd, and then your boy is going to be uh, doing as many things as are legally allowed for me to do because I will finally be on the we hope on the other side of this thing, that's what the NFL is hoping too. So they're saying, all right, we're going to do whatever we can to make sure that we have a season. You're telling us the science is telling us that the vaccinations are the best way for us to have a fully profitable season. The best way for us to avoid having to move, uh, move games, postpone games, uh, miss star players because of infection. Everybody who is going to come into contact with these players is going to be vaccinated or otherwise not be allowed access, uh, and this is the this is what the NFL has said. Clowney is garbage, says Billy Jordan Jr. Just no no respect for Javante Clowney. By the way, he's got a meeting with the Cleveland Browns tomorrow, according to Rap Sheet. Scooch Twenty One says legally they can do whatever they want with the vaccines, just like schools. Uh, the NFL is a private company that can mandate and require what they choose to. Yeah, legally they have grounds. Um, I absolutely agree. The NFL paid a ton last year. Now there's a solution. Take it or opt out. And that's the way that the NFL is approaching it. Um, I, 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 whether or not, uh, whether or not I was, I had hesitations about the vaccine. Um, I would have got, I would have, I did my homework to make sure that I understood which was the best option for me. But you saw the reports from Johnson and Johnson now it's six people dealing with blood cots out of seven million people, 6.8 million to be more exact. Um, so it's a very, very small sample size that are experiencing these effects that have the Johnson and Johnson vaccine paused. I got Pfizer because I did my homework. I found out who was offering the Pfizer fact, the Pfizer vaccine. and turns out the city of Nashville making it very, very easy. For me to get the Pfizer vaccine. So if the Pfizer vaccine has the best efficacy, then I'm going to do what I need to do to get that in my system so that I can go in a damn NFL locker room again, because I'm tired of doing this shit on Zoom. I am down to comply, not because I'm, you know, I'm worried about a microchip getting in, uh, injected in me or because I'm worried about the government having more of my information when literally all of my devices are tracking me more than any injection would or could already. Like it's stupid, the explanations that are being given to me about why you shouldn't get vaccinated unless you have, as the NFL has said, legitimate religious or uh or health concerns associated with the vaccines. But largely the majority of the population should be able to go get this shit, get it done, get us to herd immunity so we can all get back to our shit. This is the place that we this this is the place where the NFL is looking at it and saying, Okay, we are not going to let you affect our bottom line anymore. The NFL lost money last year. The NFL never loses money. The NFL found the one thing that costs them money: not kneeling, not politics, not you know, uh, not uh, not uh, Colin Kaepernick, not any of this other crap. COVID, COVID vaccines, or excuse me, COVID nineteen cost the NFL money. So the NFL is saying. If you're going to screw with our money, you're not coming in here. You're not having access to the things, direct access at least, to the things that make us money. Get the vaccine or get the hell out of the facility. This is what the NFL is telling everybody. Private companies are going to continue on this trend. I, I, you know, A to Z Sports is not a corporate company. A to Z Sports is a private company. Agency Sports did not mandate that I have the vaccine because we are we all at Agency Sports work remotely. But guess what else I do? I have a 3-hour radio show. I have to go, well I get to go. I, well, I don't have to. I could do the radio show from home if I wanted to, but to best do the radio show, I go into an office. I go into the studios. There's a big there's a big uh radio station downtown off to Mumbrian, where 104.5 The Zone is, where I do my radio show. And you know what Cumulus, who owns 104.5 The Zone, said? They said, you can make a decision to stay home, or you can make a decision to come into work by May 1st. If you make the decision to come in by May 1st, you need to show us proof that you've been vaccinated. Not because Not because we are mandating that you be vaccinated, but because people like me who have been vaccinated and don't want to catch this crap Want to make sure that everybody else is safe around them. That's how it goes down. Bills won't let any fans in unless vaccinated. Will other teams follow suit? I, the Miami Heat were the first team that I saw going out and saying that they are comfortable instituting a vaccinated section. So I think this is going to be largely at the team's discretion, Karen. I think that you know Tennessee obviously has looser stipulations than New York, for example. But Florida, where Miami is, is, a, is an incred- has been a hot spot throughout the entirety of this thing because Miami wants to party, Miami wants to go out, Miami wants to be drunk on South Beach, without question. And so the Miami Heat are saying, "Okay, we'll have a vaccinated section. If you're vaccinated, you can sit in the vaccinated section, and they're probably better seats." So there are plenty of reasons to go about this. Nobody is making you do this, but you have to un- you have to understand why these companies, why these entities are asking people to be vaccinated. And if you make the decision not to be vaccinated, again, your choice, 1000% your choice. I understand that people have different reasons for doing things. I'm not here to yell at people because they choose not to get the vaccine. But you also have to understand what the repercussions are for you in everyday life if you do not get the vaccine. That is what these companies are saying to you. They're saying, okay, it's your choice, but we have the right to not employ you. We have the right to maybe keep you employed, but not bring you into work around all of our other vaccinated employees. We have the right to deny you entry if you are not willing to show proof of vaccination, because we have a responsibility to not only the people in the building that we own, if it's a restaurant, a business or otherwise, but to our employees who may have benefits, who may be on the company Health uh health care plan and the company health care plan is gonna look around and say it's a hell of a lot safer to get vaccinated. This is where companies, the NFL, where all of these other places are coming from, and saying, All right, this is how business is going to be done. We're gonna get business done this way, whether you like it or not. That's where we are. That uh, yeah, that's the only reason I want to get it because when everything opens up this back summer, I'm out here, Tom. I'm gonna to be naked and drunk in these streets the moment I'm double vaxxed up. Are you kidding me? I'll put the mask on. But damn sure, I'm going to be out and about. It's going to be like the roaring 20s in downtown Nashville because I am going to hit the block hard, 100%. Because I want to hang out with my friends. I want to enjoy my time off before football season completely and totally wrecks my social life. And I haven't had a social life in over a year. I want to (laughs) do Buck's going to Paradise Park for a burger. And I hope that all of you who are comfortable doing so will be able to join me. And I hope that if Paradise Park says that you have to be vaccinated, that you consider being vaccinated to go get a beer and a burger. That's what I'm saying. Uh, But are the buildings clean? That's my issue with this, says Ronnie Sneed. I I understand. Uh, Xavier says, Buck about to have a hot boy summer. Hell yeah, I deserve one. We all deserve one. Every one of us, hot boy, hot girl, hot, whatever your pronoun or noun of choice should be, you deserve one. Wild Buck will be your new name," says Jarvis. "Indeed, I flashed my CDC record like I'm some kind of VIP pass. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to. I'm about. I'm about. It's like the VIP line at the club. Naked Buck. None of us want to see that. Well, you know, it's uh, it's not all that bad. I hope you're not going around naked," says John Bertati. "I mean, it's. Listen, I just want to be out. I want to be out. I want to hang out with my friends in a bar. I want to be able to greet people comfortably instead of bumping elbows." I want to do all these things. I know that you guys do too. Everybody is in this place where we're just so mentally tired, tired of it. People are not met. I am. I am largely antisocial. Uh, bring the bring the voice back down, Buck. Starting to sound like Seinfeld. Okay, Miles. I apologize that I'm yelling at you. Um, but what I would say to you is that I'm largely antisocial. Okay. I am not somebody who, uh, who goes out often under normal circumstances. Cause I work a lot and I work in sports and sports are nights and weekends. And that robs me of a lot of my time. That's a choice. My job is so much fun and I get paid a hell of a lot to do it. Okay. More than anybody deserves. Brandon Roberts says COVID talk peace out. Okay. Brandon COVID talk is going to be involved with sports. If you can't suck it up for a night, like, keep it moving, Brandon. You are literally going to affect nobody in here but yourself because you don't want to have a conversation like a grown-ass man about something that is over all of our lives, okay? Deal with it. <laughs> I, I have no idea why we are at still the point where, oh, we're talking about COVID again. I can't handle it. It's just so stupid. Keep it moving. I want hugs and handshakes again, says John Daniel Loudon. London. I'm. I agree. Anyway, so it's a matter of time before the Tennessee Titans – And all of the other 29 NFL franchises, if I've done the math in my head correctly, out of the 32, after all of the 29 other franchises go the same route as the Broncos, the Seahawks, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we're going to see the NFL players utilize their leverage to probably change off-seasons moving forward. Uh, great conversation," says Karen O'Keefe. "Literally got the vax just so I can go to San Francisco Giants games," says Billy. "That's what I'm saying. There are plenty of reasons." Brandon Roberts, vice savior. I mean, Brandon, I I don't mean to run you off. Like, I don't mean to yell at you because I understand. There's COVID talk fatigue. There's COVID fatigue. Every time you turn on the news, something COVID related, right? I consume as much of it as anybody, of course. Um, so I understand why Brandon might be frustrated, but like to completely deny its existence in sports and the effects on sports is just stupid. Like it's not paying attention to anything at all. And if you want to put your duck, your end of the same, it sounds like a dumb way to go about life is all I'm saying. Not that I'm calling Brandon dumb, but I'm saying he's displaying the behavior of somebody who is dumb. And we need to be better about that. Went to a game last year in Jacksonville. It was horrible because the staff there was all over me about wearing a mask in between taking sips of my drink, says Carmen. Uh I'm listening to – I'm sorry. I got distracted because I hear something happening downstairs in my house. It means the cats have gotten into something that they shouldn't have, and that means that something is probably broken downstairs. But anyway, I got distracted nonetheless. Let's move on. Let's talk about Bud Dupree here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. The question for you guys here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios is – which Titans player should be designated to give Bud Dupree his pregame face slap? That is the question. It may not make sense if you haven't seen this video, but I will show you this video here momentarily, right after uh right after I say, or right after I tell you, excuse me, about the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Let me know which Titans player should be responsible for smacking Bud Dupree pregame to get him hyped to go out there, run out of the tunnel here on A to Z Sports Prime Time while you guys do that i will tell you about the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at garyashton.com they are the people that you should trust they are the people that you know are a big part of the middle tennessee community not just because they're the uh the preferred and the official real estate agent of your favorite football team your favorite hockey team and your favorite streaming sports talk show but because the ashton team is has stated as their promise to help you sell for more With all of the people who are trying to move into Middle Tennessee, there are we are going to deal at some point with the mass amount of amounts of people who want to live in Nashville. It's a great place to live. I'm a transplant too. The Ashton team helped me find my home after four, what three and a half years of living down here. But they also can help you sell for more if you're looking to upgrade and you want to get some money off of these people like me who are moving into town and trying to buy up your homes. GaryAshton.com is where you go. Sell for more with the Gary Ashton team. Who should be responsible for smacking Bud Dupree in the face to get him hyped up? Carmen is Abdul, but listing on my wife's iPad says, okay, okay, I got you. Abdul slash Carmen. Uh, let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. You better hope it's your cats making noise. Better go check, Buck. No, I have a security system, so I could probably watch the cats on the camera on my phone if I wanted to. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I would have heard somebody would have come in here, shot me up by now, taking my wallet. <laughs> Bates, resign him for that alone, says Lindsey 78. Lawan Compton is too tiny, says Pook. Well, Will Compton, by the way, gonna be on my radio show tomorrow as he is each and every week. So, if you don't know what I'm talking about, here's the pregame video courtesy of Terrell Edmonds, Bud Dupree's former teammate with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I don't know if this is Terrell. That's smacking Bud Dupree in the face to get him hyped before a game. But this is something that Bud Dupree apparently gets down for. Something that I think is completely and totally insane. But football players are largely completely and totally insane.
1: Ah! Ah! Ah!
0: All right, I'm going to run that back one more time for the people because I ta- I saw how many people got hyped up by that. It's a quick video. It's a short video. It's a pregame video. It's how Bud Dupree gets up for football games. Come
1: on, come on, come on.
0: He's clearly an insane person. That video, courtesy of Rell Edmonds, uh formerly or a uh, bud dupree's former teammate with the pittsburgh steelers who should be responsible for slapping bud dupree around to get him hype uh 100 it's big jeff says alex Lacey. no 100 it's not big jeff would concuss bud dupree big jeff has hands like meat hooks you can't have your 300 plus pound defensive tackle smacking your star outside linebacker around uh ronnie sneed agrees it should be simmons Brad Lipford says, Buck, you do it. Are you trying to see me get punched in the face? Hell no. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. Definitely Saffold says Tom O'Dell. Again, do, these are two large men to be placing hands on your $16.5 million outside linebacker. Trick question says Griffin Falk. The answer should be Braves. Honestly, Vrabel would do it. But Vrabel is also a giant human being. Abdul uh, Carmen slash Abdul says, Brett Kern all day for five across the face with just a swift kick to the uh to the uh, to the dome of Bud Dupree to send him out there. King Solomon says I'll do it, Buck. Okay. Thoughts and prayers to you, King Solomon. Uh let's see. Sign Will Compton, many people saying Sign Will Compton just for this role alone. That's from Davey Wizard on Twitch TV. Remember we are also live streamed on Twitch. Uh and some I think the correct answer is uh so I had a I had a hard time thinking about this. Um in our pre-show meeting with producer Reed And ultimately, the answer that I decided on was Darren Bates or Will Compton, but I think Lindsay has a better answer herself. Lindsay says Jackrabbit. Now, I will say that just to get out of the kindness of my heart to give Darren Bates or Will Compton, not both of them, a job, they can be the official, the designated Bud Dupree smacker pregame to keep their roster spot. And if occasionally they can play on special teams, that's great too. But I think that Jackrabbit is one crazy enough to do it. He's small enough, so maybe it would not phase Bud Dupree the way that a Lawan or a Simmons or a Vrabel or a Saffold might. Um, but Jackrabbit, absolutely an insane person, would absolutely do it to get Bud Dupree hyped up. The only thing is if Bud goes back to smack him, he'd send Jackrabbit flying because he's not a big man. Ben Jones says Griffin Falk. Yeah, that's probably... Who is going to end up with the task? Ryan Tannehill says Titans for like no, you can't be smacking, smacking him around. That hand, that arm is very, very valuable. Ninety million dollars guaranteed on that arm. You can't have it. Josh Sabata says John Bartlett, Long John is a stud, man. They should. I <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Long John, John Bartlett is, he is uh, one of the Titans' equipment managers. He is, uh, he is the man often out on the field fielding punts pregame. He is hugely athletic. He is uh, one of Mike Vrabel's favorite individuals. Long John out there smacking the players around pregame. I think that would be hilarious. He also wears, a, on occasion, the Nacho Libre helmet uh, and wrestles Jeb, the other equipment manager in the locker room. It's an incredible, incredible experience. Uh, if you've never seen it or and seen it in person, I guess, or seen it on one of the players' social media uh, accounts with the stiff arm says Mark Jones talking about Derrick Henry. No, you need to save that for the opposition, not for the uh, not for your own teammates. Derrick Henry stiff arm too lethal, but Darren Bates or Will Compton I think would be worthy of such a position. All right, we've had a long show. It's getting a little later, so now it's time for the gone viral video. Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, or you on YouTube and Twitch TV. Gone viral, and there were several gone viral videos to choose from, but this one made me laugh the hardest, I believe. Which NFL team has the worst fan base? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. Which NFL team has the worst fan base? Let me know in the comment section. Before we get to the gone viral video, I will remind you about the fine folks at Brymac Mechanical. What Brimac can do for you is give you satisfaction guaranteed on your HVAC needs. What Brimac can do for you is hook you up commercially. What Brimac can do for you is residential HVAC service. What Brimac can do for you is put you in your comfort zone as we get closer and closer to summer. Trust the pros. Trust the people who you know are going to work their hardest to give you customer satisfaction and succeed in that manner customer satisfaction satisfaction guaranteed that's what they offer at brymac mechanical brymak brymac.com who is the worst fan base uh, i'm here but i'm late lol says danny witson had to replay that's okay danny i forgive you uh dallas says amy the ravens according to nate john c dub 456 on youtube says the cowboys or the giants tk bullis Says the Chargers. They don't seem to care very much. You know, that's an off-the-board answer, TK, and I appreciate uh, that perspective because you're right. I don't think the Chargers have a fan base to get, uh, you know, to be bothered by. Um, the Colts, says Terrence Gallagher, an obvious Titans fan in the chat. Uh, the Pats, says Jesse Norwood. Uh, Yeah, just Boston sports fans in general. Just terrible. Eagles, 1 million percent, says Danny. The Eagles... It's probably the Eagles, but the Eagles make me laugh more often than not, so I almost give them a pass. The worst NFL fan base to me is the New York Jets. The New York Jets are miserable. The New York Jets fans are miserable because their team is miserable and because their team has been miserable. They last won a Super Bowl when Joe, uh, when Joe, Broadway Joe, I'm blanking on Broadway Joe's last name, not Joe Montana. Who is Broadway Joe? Damn it! This is going to bother me uh, so much. Who is? <laughs> what is the? What is the real name of Broadway Joe? Oh my God! I can't believe that I'm blanking on this. Broadway Joe is. I had to Google it. Joe Namath. Oh my God! That's just such a bad spot by me. He hate V says Namath. Uh, uh, Joe Willie Namath says John Bertotti. The Jets fans arguably. Not arguably. The Jets fans are the worst, without question. They have no success. At least the Eagles have won a Super Bowl semi recently uh, in the last five years. The Jets have nothing, and the Jets fans continue to be miserable. So, Mark Schlereth, who played for the Denver Broncos and the Washington football team at various points in his career, winner of three Super Bowls, Mark Schlereth, former offensive lineman, now turned sports commentator. Apparently, he did a hit on Pat McAfee's show and bothered a lot of Jets fans. So, what Mark Schlereth did he issued a poly- an apology to Jets fans and one that is this week's Gone Viral video.
1: All right, so it's come to my attention that when I went on Pat McAfee's show on Friday, I offended some of you Jet fans because your organization has completely changed and this time um, you're convinced that they're going to get it right. And so I unfairly accused you guys of not really knowing what you're doing when it comes to the draft. And I've got to be honest with you, Robert Sala is one of my favorite people in the national football league. I think the guy's an incredible coach, and uh, I think he's a great leader of men. So I'm excited for Robert Sala's tenure at the Jets. So I thought what I would do today to make it up to you Jet fans is, you know, give you a little show and tell. Now, this is actually the helmet I wore in uh, the AFC championship game and in the super bowl super bowl 33. so i thought i would share with you guys um some super bowl rings and kind of the story of the championship games behind getting to these super bowls so um see if you can pick out the one where the broncos beat the jets okay no it's it's not that one that's uh super bowl 26 the skins over the buffalo bills and that nfc championship we beat the Detroit Lions. I mean, put a beat down on them. It was like uh, uh, 45 to 10 or something of that nature. I mean, I'm telling you, the sisters were kinder in Shawshank Redemption to Andy Dufresne than we were to the Lions that day. So that's not it. Now, this one is, uh, is Super Bowl 32. That's really my favorite ring because the Broncos on that day were 11 point underdogs or 11 and a half point underdogs to the Green Bay Packers. So um, in the AFC Championship, we beat Pittsburgh. We had to convert a third down and seventh at the very end of the game to seal the victory, which we did, so it wasn't that one. You're right, Jets fans, that's the one right there in the middle. That's uh, Super Bowl 33, and that's when the Jets were up on us 10 to nothing in the third quarter, and then we came back and opened a can of whoop ass to the tune of 23 to nothing in the third and fourth quarter to beat your asses. So. There you go. That's the ring that we got after we beat you in the AFC Championship. All right. Enjoy.
0: It's an unbelievable troll. It's this week's gone viral video. It's courtesy of Mark Schlereth. Mark Schlereth with a massive, gnarled, three-Super Bowl ringed hand and a big old middle finger saying, eat it, Jets fans. Three Super Bowls and one, the sweetest of which, sitting on his middle finger, erect as could be saying that this is the place where jets fans need to reside in the gutter where you belong bird game strong it took a little bit of a ramp up to get there but it's this week's gone viral video and i could not have enjoyed it more so so good and honestly we we had a couple of we had a we had three really good gone viral videos so at least we'll get to another one we'll get to at least one more of them at the end of the week, because you know Thursdays are for This is a Free site. The best thing that I saw on the internet this week. That is all that we have, though, for the show this evening. We appreciate your guys' participation. As always, thank you for showing up and show showing out as you so often do. Remember that I have a radio show on top of this streaming show and a podcast, by the way. New 615 Sessions podcast, your Music City mailbag questions. A lot of good stuff on Eddie George from Howard Gentry Jr. Tomorrow on the radio show from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Will Compton. We're going to be talking to Dr. Rush, Chuck Smith, who is Bud Dupree's offseason pass rush trainer. He has worked with many, many NFL superstars, and he is working with many of these draft prospects. We're going to talk to Chuck about tomorrow between 10 and 1 Central Time on 1045 the zone or Buck Rising on 1045 The Zone. If you don't want to listen to it live, that's okay too. Don't forget it's Joe Namath's says King Solomon. Without question, I will not forget Joe Namath's name. I will not forget Broadway Joe. I will not forget any of these things. Just as long as you promise me that you do not forget that you know damn sure I'm not tired yet. No! No!